A fika is a very Swedish custom which basically means that you take a break from your activity to have a cup of coffee or tea and maybe eat something sweet. In Fika with us, we are inviting you to join us for a Fika and listen to different topics regarding international student life at Linköping University. In this episode of Fika with us, we are joined by Jule, Nico and Anthony. Today, we will be talking about all the outdoor activities you can do in and around Linköping. My name is Emily, let's start the Fika. Welcome everybody! Hello! Hey. Nice to have you all. I think we'll just start us off as usual with a quick introduction round of everybody. I mean, uh, our listeners have heard me quite a lot already, I think. But um, let's go around the table and uh, introduce ourselves. Tell us where you're from, what you study and uh, yeah, your name, I guess. <laughs> yes, of course. Hi, uh, my name is Jule. Uh, I'm studying in my first master's year here at LIU. Uh, international and European relations, and I'm from Germany. Hi, uh, my name is Anthony, and I am a Liu alum. I finished my master's in biomedical engineering a couple of months ago, and I'm working now in Chirping Science Park. Nice. Hey, I'm Nico. I'm from Austria, and I'm I'm doing uh, my second semester in the masters of statistics and machine learning now. Nice. Okay, really cool to have you guys. So I think we'll just jump right into the main question because we're going to be talking about outdoor activities. The weather is getting better. We have some beautiful Swedish nature right around the corner. So um, it's the perfect combination to finally get a bit active after the dark, dark winter months, I gotta say. So um, yeah, let's jump in. So what kind of activities do you like to do in summer? Um, for me, uh, mostly tennis all year round, but especially <laughs> outside in the summer and um, also biking a lot. I mean, every day here, but also then maybe for a quick tour and um, and also... Two, it's more than I do. So <laughs> let's uh, go ahead and see, Anthony, what, what is your favorite activities? Uh, so I mean I'm a, I'm a general just fan of sports so I like to do whatever it is but I think particularly when living in in Reed and in summer having I live right next to the the volleyball court so I think in summer students just become like very active and then that's always just it's a lot of fun to join because might not be the the most sporty because that's also the beauty of it is that just anyone can join yeah. and then it's also a great way to socialize with with people um, otherwise, at the back of free, there's also the tennis courts that are located there. So nice. that is also quite fun to yeah, enjoy yeah. the sun. Very nice. Yeah, I love basically everything that gets me outside for a longer time. So I really love biking, hiking and also running a lot. So that's my main stuff I do outside. Okay. Yeah, I mean, with this nature, like hiking exactly. and like uh, all of that, that really comes into play. And Yuli, uh, you also said like biking, cycling around Linköping. Um, do you have like best routes for for those activities also for running like yeah for running um for example in most students i guess live in reed and uh, right in the forest there there's like a 2.5 and a five kilometer track that you just follow the signs and it's really nice in the forest so you don't have to think and you just have to run <laughs> so i really like that one mm-hmm. for nice. running is that the um are those the non um 
pavement like yeah. is it or is it it's not paved it's like on, on dirt usually okay. which was a problem in the last weeks because it was not on dirt it was very muddy and <laughs> watery for a while but it's it's getting better now with the weather yeah yeah let's just hope for a bit of sun yeah. <laughs> um and for biking uh i would recommend like the two obvious choices i guess uh one to roxen um where it takes a bit of a time to find a beautiful route because the first time i went i just went right through the industrial area of oh, the shopping yeah. <laughs> but there's also a better route And um, also to Tinnerö, because uh, biking there can be exhausting, but then once you're there, it's very rewarding. I love I love Tinnerö and the whole area there. So many like nice little hidden spots and lakes and nice views. So it's wow. really good. And I, yeah, the times that I've biked to Roxen were very exhausting, I have to say. <laughs> There's a big hill at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's... Uh, But on the way back, I mean, it goes downhill, yeah. then, <laughs> which is then uh, nice. But um, if you bikes, if you want to bike like somewhere else, do you have like a way of finding the best bike route? Is there like I don't know an app? I feel like nowadays there's an app for everything. So <laughs> um, and also for running, like if you want to do a bit more exciting, is there something that you usually go to? Mm, I usually use Komoot. Um, where you can find both, I think, hiking and biking trails. Um, I major, I mostly used it for bike uh, hiking, but uh, I know that you can find biking routes there as well. And then you can get like some pictures and see exactly like a, a way to go. So you don't have to go somewhere randomly and hope for the best, <laughs> but you can like know, okay, this is a nice way around and I'll get back home safe. And yeah, no, that's really nice. Okay, yeah, that's good to know. <laughs> All right, um, because that's something I struggle with usually, just finding somewhere uh, to hike. And have you guys also like been camping outside in Sweden then in the summer? Well, one of on on a hike or something or not? I I have actually like yeah. last year I did one one night and also this year already. Huh. It was oh. it was a bit colder, <laughs> but still it was very nice. Yeah, it's a great opportunity opportunity for that here in Sweden, and it's it was really nice, like with the barbecue and the great shelters that you have. It's a pretty good system here. So it's a pretty common thing to do to like sleep uh, yeah. over in the woods. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know how common, but yeah, we always also met some other Swedes who were doing basically the same thing. So I think the Swedish people are really into that in general. Yeah, and it's in general also allowed, I guess. So. Yeah, 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 that's the big thing. Like at home for me, it's not allowed at all, basically. And here in Sweden, you can do. Basically, as soon as 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 fast as you um, don't see any houses anymore, you are allowed to camp there. And if if it's public land, you're allowed to camp, which is a really great thing, I think. Yeah, that's really good to know. <laughs> I yeah. think you're basically allowed to camp everywhere that isn't private property, exactly. in a way, or like a oh, even protected on, area on private property. That's the good thing. If it's not like a <laughs> farmer's True. field or a garden, if it's just a forest, but it belongs to someone, you can still camp there. Okay, so cool. yeah. Okay. That, I uh, also know a little bit another app. <laughs> oh, nice. I don't know if I pronounce it correctly, but for me it would be Naturkartan. That's something. a good one. And then you can find the shelters yeah. uh, as well. So you can look for specific things, also like sauna in the woods or the yeah. shelters, oh. which is nice to know. Okay, there I can stay and sleep. <laughs> okay. They, they have shelters and they also tell you if you have like wood there or if you have to bring your own wood if you want to do barbecue, which is really useful, for example. Okay, you guys have to give me those informations. Yeah. Like for some reason I have not yet come across these <laughs> and uh, once I have them, we can also put them in this episode description for mm -hmm. everybody who wants to check it out because I think it is a great opportunity. I've only been like hiking for a day here usually, which is also very, very nice. Um, okay, so we have the like very outdoorsy thing of like hiking, biking, running. But um, Anthony, you said 
um, volleyball already and like mentioned a few like courts. So I want to talk about like more of the group sports as well that you can do and um, where you can find places to play and also how do you find the people to play with? <laughs> you mentioned socializing as well. So maybe let's start with what kind of sporting courts can you find like close to student areas? Well, I guess within Reed, which, uh, as Nico says, is one of the most popular student areas in Linköping, there is at least one volleyball court, but then also, um, yeah, some tennis courses, football uh, field, like a synthetic five-a-side. Um, I'm also thinking, I think in most student areas, there's also actually a volleyball court, so it's not just Reed. Um, but for example, with finding people, what is great is... They find you, in a sense. <laughs> I guess you just go to the volleyball court and you'll probably just meet people there. With something like tennis, or saying it's probably not as um, um, easy or maybe with uh, playing soccer. But at least for volleyball, that uh, yeah, that's quite nice. And to me, I also made the experience that I just randomly talked to people and mentioned that I would love to play table tennis or volleyball and I got put into Telegram groups, so now I can like follow their chat. I'm not joining all the time, but I can follow and see if there's an opportunity to go. And um, yeah, and for tennis, I'm using or I'm like part of the association here at the university, so um, oh, that's cool. also very nice to have a regular appointment. Oh, that's also good. Mm -hmm. Good to know. Uh, and then you train inside in the winter <laughs> and outside in summer, I guess. Yes, exactly. Nice. Okay. Inside was a bit far away because it was in Linköping Sports Center, so from from Reed across the whole city. But oh. then now uh, it's finally on the outside since only a week, and we can go to Yadavi mm, Science Park somewhere around there. Okay, yeah, but there's also some. Uh, I think there's some tennis courts in uh, in Reed as well, yeah. right? Yes, exactly. I can basically see it from my window. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta gotta watch all the matches out yeah, there. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> there's a lot of action there. Oh, I can imagine. I can imagine, but. Yeah, good thing about the um, knowing about the associations and also those Telegram groups. And if I'm honest, I think I'm in a few of those Telegram groups and I haven't Same. looked into them for a while. Yeah, yeah it's a lot of messages. <laughs> yeah, but I, uh, I'm guessing that as soon as you write something, they will just be like, yeah, let's join. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the general thing I think here for for sports. Um, okay, so... I feel like, Anthony, you've talked a lot about volleyball. So am I correct in guessing that that's like your favorite spot for outside activities, like the volleyball courts? Probably, but that's probably also because I'm lazy and it's literally just like a 20-minute <laughs> walk from where I live. Um, oh. But otherwise, I would say tennis is my go-to, um, nice. playing with some friends. But if you want to socialize and I guess just having the big group, it's also volleyball is not something that I've played a lot growing up. So being new and... Uh, yeah, it's just also a great way to, to meet people. So Yeah, nice. And any other outside spot like for, that you've discovered through hiking or anything where you're like, yeah, I want to go back. Like, that's a beautiful place. Everybody should see that. My favorite hiking spot, I guess, would be uh, uh, Omberg, which is like a nature reserve at the big lake to the west of Linköping, like the Wettern Lake. And it's really beautiful because usually the landscape around Linköping is pretty flat, but there you have some nice views and it's uphill a bit. So that was really nice. Oh, Only nice. recommend. Yeah. True. I also recently uh, discovered a new hiking path. I think it was <laughs> the Swedish words, uh, Westernvik or something. It was a small area, um, also close to Fetan. And um, yeah, it was amazing views, really nice uh, bathing spots also. I haven't... Mm -hmm dared yet but uh, <laughs> i will i will for sure come back and try to go swimming there when it's a little bit warmer um yes 
Oh, very nice, very nice. Okay, um, a lot of sorts, a lot of activities. I'm sure we're missing so many more outdoor activities that there are because I mean, we are just four people here. <laughs> um, but there's one that I want to talk about in particular, which is disc golf, which I had never heard about before coming to Linköping and before moving to Reed. Um, and I think it's a very fun sport to talk about. I am correct in thinking that Anthony has done this before, right? <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> yes, okay. Can you give us like a quick introduction? Because I, I swear probably most of our listeners don't know it either. Yeah, so I actually also, I didn't know that Frisbee golf existed until I came to Sweden. I just thought it was a game on Nintendo Wii. Um, <laughs> to be honest, that's the only time I'd seen it. Um, but yeah, there's uh, quite a nice, I guess, can you say court just in uh, Reed Skogen, so the forest right by Reed. Um, basically how it works is it's golf, but with a Frisbee disc, uh, <laughs> essentially. So it, it has the whole, uh, the same set of rules in that you know, you've got a par, which is, I guess, not really the average, but it's, it's the, the aimed amount of shots that you're expected to, um, sink the, the Frisbee in the bucket. So it's essentially just like golf instead, you know, using a Frisbee and instead of sinking a ball into a hole, you're throwing a Frisbee into a bucket, so to speak. <laughs> It's, it's quite fun. I've done it a few times myself. Um, also, you said it's like golf. I think one of the main differences is though uh, the woods, uh, the, yeah. the, the big trees in between <laughs> you and the so-called bucket. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, that makes it very interesting. I often just go, yeah, well, that, that's my version of hiking is I'm always going into the forest to find my Frisbee because I can't keep it on the, the fairway or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I, I know that too. Have, uh, Nico, have you tried it yeah, before? I've tried it once and I have, a, I have a good tip for anybody else who wants to try it for the first time. Don't go in the winter when there's snow on the ground with white discs. <laughs> <laughs> we spent a lot of time um, searching for our discs, but yeah, it was a great time. Oh. Uh, I really want to do it again. I can imagine that. I went the first time just golfing um, while there was a storm out and it was raining. Yeah. That was also very <laughs> clever, I think. <laughs> Have you tried it, Yule? Uh, not, not yet, sadly, but it's certainly on my list. And I've enjoyed what watching so far. So I'm just like on my walks, I'm trying to understand and figure out uh, the strategies and the rules. But uh, yeah, and it's very impressive with what kind of equipment people are showing up with, like 20 frisbees or yeah. <laughs> anything <Yes>. like that. <laughs> it, it is taken very seriously yeah. here. And I was... I was astonished when I saw there was like a putter frisbee and for every task you have a different disc. That's crazy, yeah. Yeah, good that you mentioned that. There's yeah. like different equipment that you need for different throws. Um, I haven't figured it out yet myself. Um, I own a few discs, but like that's about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a very fun thing and you, you should definitely try. In summer, I think it's great because you have like a bit of shadow and if it's really hot, you still are outside, but a bit in the cool. So True. that's uh, really nice to do. Um, yeah, one other thing, though, um, I'm a very, very big fan of like water-based sports. <laughs> so you mentioned swimming in the lake already. Um, is there anything that you like to do other than, yeah, swimming to cool down or... Um, yeah, I can start. I've I've done some kayaking here. Like it was my first time here in Sweden, but it was it's really nice here. Like you have those big lakes everywhere, basically. And we rented some kayaks, went around the place, and then did a big barbecue after and some some swimming as well. So that was a really good time. Really mm. want to do it again in the summer. Yeah, fun. 
I have something on my list at least uh, at Kinderkanal. I saw that you can go wakeboarding or like uh, water skiing. I don't really know Ooh. what's the right term, but it looked so cool. And there was like different kind of um, hurdles or however you yeah. call them. And the people doing it, they look very imp uh, impressive. So I thought to myself, I have to try and <laughs> hope yeah. for the best. But oh, yeah, I yeah. really want to do that. Nice. So it's it's actually, they are two different things. So ah. water or well, wakeboarding is kind of the equivalent of snowboarding mm -hmm. while water skiing is the equivalent of full downhill skiing. Yeah. And I, I did mm -hmm. that last mm -hmm. summer because I was also on my list. So I guess coming from South Africa, water skiing is my normal skiing. Uh, <laughs> so I, uh, yeah, I wanted to do that quite a bit, but this was my first time doing it in a, uh, what do you, what do you call it? Like a cable park. because I'm used to doing it behind a boat. Oh, um, but yeah, yeah, it's quite fun. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely not like those people that you saw. You can <laughs> jump on all the, the obstacles, but yeah, it's definitely, it's quite a, quite a fun experience. Yeah. I've done it a bit as a kid and, uh, yeah, also no, no hurdles for me. <laughs> Definitely not. It's been 10 years. Yeah, let's not do it. But I also like kayaking. Um, Got to tell me where you went because I have a stand-up paddleboard, which is oh, also really nice. fun in summer, especially when you fall in in 30 degrees weather. I mean, you need you need to cool down a little. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, okay, so all the sports I think we've talked about all require some kind of equipment, I guess. Either it's a racket, a ball, or whatnot, <laughs> discs. Um, so what would you recommend that students should bring if they have it at home already? Or, and what do you say, uh, can you get here for uh, cheaply and easily? And where? Mm, I uh, came by car to Sweden, so I got the chance to bring a lot. But uh, even if I travel with my uh, suitcase, I always... or travel for longer um, and then I always pack my tennis racket because <laughs> that's pretty expensive and yeah I kind of want to have my own but that's a bit special I guess otherwise uh, just sporting clothes as much uh, as you have or can just to be ready for any activity I guess and then if you if you're missing something I would recommend secondhand shopping um, I know friends of mine they've bought um, ice skating uh, shoes Ice skates, oh, yes, <laughs> and uh, they were very happy with them, so that can be good quality. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I would say that secondhand culture is probably quite a, a good thing and a good go-to because there are many students that will they bought it while they were here, and when they're leaving, they want to get rid of it. So that's quite nice. Um, I guess in terms of packing your your tennis racket and all that, not everyone can do that if they can't <laughs> fit in their suitcase. Um, so depending on the sport, I think, yeah, try bring as much as you can. But otherwise, I think through secondhand and whatnot, you'll be able to get sorted here. There's also, uh, hopefully they oh, they have opened up soon, but FR Reed in, in Reed, they actually have equipment such as tennis rackets that you can borrow and stuff for free. Oh. Um, but so they do. You do find certain associations where you can actually get some equipment. Mm -hmm. oh, Otherwise, the university, as will do through their different sports associations, sometimes they give you the equipment um, to borrow. So that's cool. Nice, good to know. Yeah. There's also a really good uh, tip, I think, in in Nordshopping. There's free Tidsbanken where you can borrow like basically all the sports equipment you need for free. So even more fancy stuff like a sleeping bag, if you want to try it camping, for example, you can go there or look online what they have. And if they have it, you go there and you can get it for free, basically, for some time. So I think that's a really good advice if you want to try some sport out for the first time, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's actually good to know, especially yeah. like sleeping bags or like so yeah. tents like that. It can get expensive, so yeah. Expensive. And then also, where do you store it afterwards if you want to yeah. go once and then you're like, 
um, okay, this wasn't for me. Exactly. So. And you get to you get to rent it for 14 days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, as I say, water skiing is more my my repertoire. Uh, then I went snow skiing uh, <laughs> the, the other day. And so, obviously, I have no equipment. But, yeah, I rented basically everything from Free Seeds Bunken. So, it's quite, yeah, it's definitely very useful. Oh, yeah. And I uh, also have to say, like, in Sweden, they're really into outdoor stuff. So, if you're missing anything, you can be sure that you will get it here. They have very <laughs> fancy stores for that. For example, Natur Company in, in Linköping. And, yeah, don't... Yeah, you don't miss out if you leave something at home for that. Like Sweden is the best uh, place for that, I think. Yeah, and I think um, if you can't find it secondhand, I always feel like a stadium and stadium outlet has it for some reason. They always have it. And look for at the outlet first because I don't know what the difference between the outlet and the normal one is because the outlet set has great products and very seasonal products, especially. Um, so, yeah, those are those are my recommendations. Um, I have one more peculiar question about outdoor sports activities. I'm not sure if any of you go to the gym on the regular, like inside, we're talking now. But what I was going to ask is, have you guys ever tried out the outside gyms? Because I know for a fact that there is one, I believe, at the start of the uh, disc golf course in Ried. And I was just wondering, have you ever done that? Is that fun? Does that make sense? <laughs> I have, but it's Ooh. more that, like, not a proper let's say session but it's more that i've i've run through the forest quite often and then as you say it's at kind of the start of the the, the disc golf but it's also on roots of the tracks that that nico mentioned earlier so it's more that for a little bit of a break i'll use the outdoor gym a little bit but yeah it's it's quite nice compared to i guess inside gym because you also get to um, experience the sunlight um, and also if it's too hot it's within the trees so there's also a nice view um fresh air so yeah yeah. I haven't used it yet, but I always tell myself when I run past that I should. So <laughs> I hope I get the chance. Yeah, I'm the same though. I've walked by there a bunch and yeah. I was like, oh, right, there's the gym here. But, uh, never really gone. To be fair, I don't go to an indoor gym either. So <laughs> um, that's probably the issue. But yes, nice to know that there are so many different activities that you can do. And uh, like I said before, there's probably so many more that we don't even know about. Um, just, yeah, look for student associations and, um, yeah, communicate with all of your friends and stuff, uh, what they do. Sometimes you get uh, inspired <laughs> and try out something new. And uh, we cannot forget, of course, even if we are spending a day outdoors, working out, uh, doing some sort of activities, going on a hike or whatever, we are still in Sweden, which means we do need a fika. <laughs> uh, every day uh, of course so this brings me to the last question then what is your favorite fika what would you like to bring on a long hike or to the side of the volleyball court just to keep your energy up and uh, enjoy it I would definitely bring coffee uh, to keep the energy going and uh, last weekend uh, I got to do barbecue for the first time outside again and I forgot Gifla, I don't know, uh, like the ready-to-go cinnamon buns, which are maybe not of best quality what you can find in Sweden. But then if you put them or hold them over the barbecue, if you do a barbecue at the end of the hike, that makes them especially good. So maybe, uh, yeah, for the next barbecue, we'll definitely bring that again. Ah, oh, nice. Good choice. In terms of practicality, like with hiking and moving around, Gifla also, I think, my, my go-to. But my, let's say, guilty pleasure pleasure is, uh, I don't know if you've heard of Delicato Spolar. They're kind of like those big chocolate balls covered in like coconuts. Oh, not not like yeah. Hoklad Bula, but the, I 
guess the bigger ones. <laughs> but uh, my problem is, yeah, I guess if if you have to buy a big a big box, um, so I'll I'll eat everything. That's why you have my, <laughs> prefer- my preference. Nice. I like to keep it traditional and Swedish, I guess, and go for some kanelbulla on a hike, and also maybe if it's a cold day, uh, uh, some hot tea. That's it for me. Ah, oh, yes, definitely all very good choices. I gotta say, I can always go for a kanelbulla. That's like, yeah. I mean, we are in Sweden. Okay, well, thank you guys for uh, joining me today and telling everybody about all the cool outdoor activities you can do here. And um, yes, thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> bye bye. Hey, do. You have listened to Fika with us, with me, Emily, and this episode's guests, Jule, Nico, and Anthony. Don't forget to follow Linköping University on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to this podcast if you would like to hear more episodes like this one. We hope you enjoyed today's talk and you join us again for a Fika soon. <laughs>